What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Pierce Podcast. We got a full house today. Myself, Big Frank, Frankie Z, Nikki Q, Eli, Jared, all of us in studio today. Jam-packed episode. Um, let's get right after it, boys. How are we feeling today? How are we doing? How was your day in the corporate world? Defeated. Like always. <laughs> I just had like the longest work fantasy draft of all time. The work fantasy drafts are tough because you get people that are just joining it because it's the work fantasy league. Yeah. They kind of don't know what they're doing. Dude, I have addiction. <laughs> <laughs> How many leagues are you in? Three. Okay. But bad. they use the board. I'm anti-board. Got to be on the computer. The board takes way too long. Mm-hmm. It, we started at 5, 5.15, and it was it was like 6.35, and we were still on like pick seven. It's too much work. Ugh. It was ridiculous. Yeah, someone's going to manage it. It's too much work. And that person's usually still drafting. Yeah. So that slows things down because they need to look. They need to read stuff. Not ideal. I will never, ever. Yeah. Not in this age. Wild day. Six meetings, haircut, fantasy <laughs> draft. Here we are. Guys all over the place, dude. It was, it was. That's a lot. A lot of room for people to bother you, too. Held it together. Oh, did you? Sure thing. Nice. Lot to look forward to this weekend, you know. Ooh, we'll Lots get to, to look that. Forward to. Some good stuff. This is true. Do you guys have? I had another email pet peeve kind of thing pop up today. <clears throat> um, I'm sure you've probably encountered it, but it's when somebody asks you a question that's like an obvious no, and then you say no, and then they give you a viable piece of information afterwards as a rebuttal that would have made it a yes if they just told you it from the beginning. Like that type of person that holds information back from you, lets you respond, and then they're like, oh, but this. And you're like, well. It's you're almost like, like yeah, they're doing like, it on purpose so they could be like, gotcha. It's like cat and mouse. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, if you just if I just knew that the first time they, you asked. Maybe they need to make you the bad guy so they can like win something, you know? Yeah. But they, I beat, they, beat Elliot today. They, they ask very <laughs> poking questions, and you're like, yes, no, yes, no, until they get to the answer that they want. And that's the it's end like, of the conversation. Just, just give it to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Come on, Maverick. Like, here we go. Just don't, tell me what you need in the email. Don't all day, man. Yeah. There's like at least 10 other people emailing me. Mm-hmm. We'll just be straight to the point with everyone. We can all go home and see our families a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, it's just annoying, dude. Um, nice. I also, I hate when you're uh, having meetings on the phone in the car. Uh, I feel like nothing productive happens during them. I, I had uh, three today. While I was uh, driving to and fro, uh, I just said yes to everything. I don't know what we talked about. Pay attention to the road, man. And, uh, <laughs> I know it's going to get brought up later, and they're going to give me a hard time, and I'm just going to go okay. That's it. It's whatever. Yeah, con- conference calls, shit like that. When you're mobile, sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing spike ball yesterday with the neighborhood dads, just really dadding it up, and some guy. At like six thirty, was like, oh, I got to be subbed out. Got a conference call with Tokyo coming up now. Oh. I was like, what, dude? Six thirty p.m. Man, six thirty p.m. Off. Bro. Tokyo, seven thirty a.m. There, bro. I had two calls at four o'clock in the morning with an uh, Indian team. That it was four p.m. There, never again. Yeah, that that don't, kind of stuff sucks. Don't take in three. Don't dude, take I have international a, calls. I have nope. a I have a guy on my team who like he insures um, like clergies. And the, so they what? had a, a meeting set for 7 p.m. He insures what? Clergies. And <laughs> then, so they like call in and he's, dude, he did so much work prior because it's a current client. 
And then the guy was like on a bike ride when they called him, and he like answered the WebEx <laughs> on his phone. He's like, "Oh, actually, can we push it till nine? And this guy's got like three kids and a wife, and it's just if people do that to me, I like immediately don't want to work with you anymore. <laughs> like, come on, uh, how we're grown adults? You got to be able to maintain a calendar. Clergy. What are we doing? Clergy, a clergy, clergy. <laughs> You're saying uh, clergy? Okay. I was very lost for a second there. <laughs> I thought it was just like a store. I was just going to let it run. Maybe a group of bishops, you know? Okay. Like chess? Yeah. Okay. No. Word. Maybe. The word. I was fighting demons this morning, though. crazy. So you guys remember that uh, that guy from the gym I told you about who likes to spread his shit all over? Mm, Yeah. So I was was doing my post-workout sauna stretch, (laughs) and you got to walk past the the showers. (laughs) I got back pain. All right. Leave me alone. And you know what? What do I what do I see with this healthy like twenty twenty seven year old male just in the handicap shower coming out of it? Hmm. Just absolutely unacceptable. Especially when there's like nine old guys that walk in the gym with canes in the morning. Oh man, that is brutal. And they're like regulars. You know what I mean? He's in there. That tells you everything you know. People that spread their shit out all in your space. They take handicap spots when you know what I mean. They're, they're not deserving. Not a good guy. Ridiculous. Don't be like that guy. I know. I gotta speak up soon. I gotta stop <laughs> venting to you guys and actually like fucking Stand tell this guy. To say something to the guy. Himself. I'm going to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, bro, come on. Yeah. But then you also don't want unnecessary confrontation in your life. Yeah, because that's that, the thing. That especially like going into work, being mad. I think that's yeah. worth it, though. I could I take him though. Like, it wouldn't be it. a problem. Be an easy dub. <sighs> if it got physical. You know my stance. <laughs> People need to be shamed, though. It's like the people that take their care feet out everywhere. Yeah, see, people like that don't care. Like, if you say something, he's not going to care. So at the end of the day, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, but you're them. mean, and that'll be that. <laughs> like, okay, I guess. guess you're not mean. He'll think about it, though. No, he wouldn't. That's what Frank's saying. No yeah. conscience on these people. Yeah, not exactly. <laughs> um, hey, it's episode 100, guys. Yeah. Nice right. little milestone. Ooh, 100 years. Hit the horns, Nick. Love that. Uh, we've come late. a long way. It's a little off rhythm. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been pretty cool hanging with you guys for a uh-huh. hundred times. Honey's yeah. yeah. Honey Wednesday. One one Wednesday. What's that? Honey. Honey Wednesdays, <laughs> sir. A hundred happy hours. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's I mean that's a solid accomplishment. Hundred episodes is a lot of episodes. It's a I lot can't. of bad NFC East football. It's oh, a lot yeah. of bad yeah. rounds of golf. A lot of pain. A lot of office pain, dude. Yeah, just a really a lot of pain. Who would have Who would have thought that the podcast would live to see the worst Yankee season of our lifetimes? <laughs> I think if you put a highlight reel of all the office pain, Yankees clips, NFC East football, etc., golf, it would just look like a Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. Oh my god! You want to play oh my god! Us, oh, us navigating through a hundred episodes. Oh man! All right. All right, all right. Uh, impromptu. Favorite three beers we've done so far off the dome. What do you uh, got? Hop Hazer, number mm-hmm. one all time. I'm going to go the Treehouse beer we did. Um, I'm probably going to go, I don't know, I'm bad with names. Something from Lost Tavern, I'm sure, is up there. Um, so Treehouse, Lost Tavern, and um, Cold Snap. We yeah, did Cold review Snap's Cold a good Snap. Too. Tell Frank drank a lot of beers he can't remember. Yeah, that's that's a tough Dude, one. That is hard. I'm trying to look through it on. You pulled up the page here. Nicky Q's all over yeah. it. Hop Hazer was probably one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. Yeah, um, I feel like that one for me, Cold Snap, and then I have to. I would have to think of a third one. Oh, but. Hands Free Satchel Seven Sirens. I give that a nine point four. That was good. Mm. Mm, delish. Uh, every pumpkin beer can go right in the dumpster. No. Go fuck yourself. It's mm-hmm. me. I'm the dumpster. 
see. I had one before we came up here. Yeah. Oh, GG yep. Vibes, uh, Greater Good Imperial by Greater Good. So, oh, no, it's GG Vibes is the beer, Greater Good Imperial Brewing Company. That's a fucking... <laughs> Two sentences later. Jared, yeah. you got... Would you say yours? Oh, I'm, I'm good. I, I was going to let Eli go, but if you needed some time, I, I, I'm, I'm set. Oh, yeah, no, the Hop Hazer, the Cold Snap, and uh, probably a Lost Tavern beer. I just can't think of my All favorite. Right. So number one has to be absolutely home, hometown bar. Reason being is if you're look if if you're talking legit lunch beer, you can have one of those and catch a fire buzz, but still be like, you know, you can still navigate you know money making activities during the workday. And then number two has got to be Shipyard Pumpkinhead Ale. Oh, I forgot about probably that one, one of yeah. my favorite beers, even if it is seasonal. Doesn't matter. Drink a million of those, and then yeah, Hop Hazer is fucking elite, dude. Uh, r- real quick, uh, honorable mention, Fudgy the beer. Oh, I remember the fudgy. It's like chocolate. That was Troy's, right? Mm. Yeah, that was a good one. That was Troy's first one. No, no, that was Troy's after he did the really shitty one. Okay, so Troy's two for three (laughs) on beers because I I think we can all come to terms with the line beer that Troy recommended being the worst. Yeah, I think that was. That was was awful. I thought I was (laughs) drinking cat piss. Um, Not that I ever have. I just imagine that's what it tastes like. And then... (laughs) Yeah, Troy... He, he made a strong comeback with the one that the unicorn one. Remember, it had like the golden flakes in it. Yeah, unicorn farts, right? Yeah, pl- very it? good beer. That very good, good beer. Mm. So shout he's out Troy. two for three. You know, hey, you're in the hall of fame with those numbers. Yeah, that is good. That is good stuff. Um, okay, I, we we don't have a beer. Nikki Q thought it would be a good idea to bring something else. So Nikki, yeah, celebrating episode 100 with. Uh, we're all taking a shot of Jameson Orange. One of the best. Oh, we're ripping it as a shot. Yeah, Nick's, yeah, Nick's so been on a Jameson Orange kick for like four months Cheers, now, boys, and there's no end in sight. No. I mean, that is just, it's all orange. It doesn't even kind of taste like whiskey <laughs> at that point. Are we rating this? It's all wrong. Are we rating this? Sure. Okay, so it's like you're biting into an orange at first, but then it finishes with you tasting the peel of an orange. Yeah, it shits in your mouth at the it's end. It's all orange, no whiskey at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, judging as a whiskey, I don't even know how to rate this. Um, something I drink, something alcoholic, I guess. Um, I mean, it's it's okay. How Not e- really how, my go-to kind of thing. As a shot, how easy does it go down? Rate it like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy. Um, again, though, like, I'm never going to order this myself at a bar if I'm out. Um, it does go down super easy, though, so I'll give you that. Um, taking it as a shot, I mean, again, really easy to drink. Um, probably like an eight out of ten, but rating it as just like an alcoholic beverage, probably more like a five out of ten. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I douse bottles of these in my spare time when no one's looking at home alone. Uh, it's <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> I fucking love this. It's just it's nice and sweet, and it has the fiery whiskey at the end, but it's not overpowering and bitter where you can just yug it. Um, so uh, shots go down like water. Um, this has put me in many bad situations, and all willingly every single time. So I'm going to give this a <laughs> 9 out of 10. I love this. Okay. Um, I don't have a love letter for <laughs> Jameson Orange. <laughs> I got prepared. a bottle at home right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's good. It tastes good. 
whiskey. Nick just like made orange. A, a, no, a notebook movie about right. a liquor. 7.2. Pass it on. You, you go, Jerry. Write, write a song about this, Eli. I'll, I'll drink this when Nicky Q has it. This is just meh. It's my rating. It's meh. I definitely won't be drinking it up in the Great White North with, with Frank this weekend Great as we go on our, our adventure to Canada. No way. We're bringing some classic American light beer, baby. <laughs> oh, we're not drinking Labatt's? <laughs> we're not drinking Labatt's? I love Canadian beer, Now nah, we'll drink everything. I love yeah. the, the only thing of is, carbonation. Even if we buy Canadian... It's crazy because even if we buy and want to drink a Canadian beer, we should buy it here and bring it up because buying an imported beer here is still cheaper than buying a domestic beer in Canada, which is crazy. Wild. Taxes, man. Yeah, their economy is We're low fucking taxes. Loading up the trunk, baby. <laughs> uh, okay, it. what's uh, what's next on the list here? We got some sports news, boys, besides football, because we'll get to that at the end. Dude, how about, hey, how about Mookie Betts hitting 500 in the month of August? That is crazy. That's 30 days of hitting 500. He's been playing shortstop in second base. Dude, he's playing too, everywhere. Right? Yeah, it's that's pretty. Jumped pretty Ronald impressive. Acuna on the uh, favorites odds to win the um, MVP? MVP of the wow. National League. I mean, dude, come on, you're hitting 500. That's in the month of August. Like, dude, that's of. crazy. Speaking of uh, Ronald Acuna, you guys see those fans yeah. run up to him and hug him? That was yeah, crazy. Wow. Like they were trying I was like, to get nervous. Dude, he's going to get like hurt or something at that point. Dude, hot seat. Um, where were they at? What park? What ballpark? Who were they playing? Um, I don't remember. Whatever it was, that security team is on the hot seat because yeah. they, that's crazy that they let that happen. That's mm. generational wealth <laughs> in the hands of they two fans. Them. They, they tabletopped them, which yeah, is kind of hilarious. Is insane. Yeah. So that's, what else we got, Jared? I know you got something that's else. Tough. Show that tough. Uh, let, Injury. I mean, that's pain. insane. Pain. Yeah, I mean, but baseball players, mm-hmm. like especially pitchers, like the human body cannot – like they just cannot keep up with the way these guys can throw a baseball yeah. nowadays. Like, Especially just, when you throw a fucking splitter. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And a everything terrible else. pitches for your elbow and you're throwing a hundred. Um, Brutal. I still think, you know, not many, there hasn't been many pitchers that come back from two time Tommy John. I, the most recent I can think of is Steven Strasburg and he had an okay little emergence after his second Tommy John, but obviously you could tell like, once the fatigue started settling again, he tanked. He retired. Yeah. Um. So I mean, dude, Shohei Otani's still gonna get, he's still gonna get a bag for oh, how good yeah, of a hitter he sure. is, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and he might be able to take the closer role. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to throw a hundred miles per hour. Yeah, like if he just be becomes a, a stuff guy, his stuff is still disgusting. So if he's sitting like ninety two, ninety three, like he can be an effective one inning guy with five pitches out of the pen. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, Phillies are fucking crazy hot out of nowhere. I saw this thing from Bryce Harper today. So, um, talking about the home run he hit yesterday and, uh, to tie the game at 3-3, he was like, I guess he listens to the talk show uh, about like Philly sports when he drives into the stadium. And he was like, so we got this guy, Chuck, who calls in all the time. And he's like, he's got pretty good team analysis. And I can tell like he loves a team. He's always watching. And he was like talking about me and saying some other stuff. And I was just like really vibing with it. He's like, first thing I said when I walked to the training room, was like, I'm hitting a dong for Chuck tonight. And then he hit a dong, and then, you know, he's telling a story. And he was like, so, Chuck, I just want you to know that home run was for you. That's awesome. And that right there just made me want to open my app and unload on the Phillies because, like. That is kind of sick. Dude, they got the brotherly love. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a team right there. That's a yeah, team. Yeah, they're playing well at the right time. Yeah, they, um, they I love mean, they're their not fans. the Braves, though. 
Nah, no way. But yeah. if they wild card spot, they could they yeah, could definitely maneuver in the playoffs yeah, for sure. Yeah, they proved it last year. If I'm if I'm them, I don't feel anyone from the NL Central really. I mean, what Brewers, Cubs, Cubs are turning it on too. No one too scary over there though. Yeah, not mm-hmm. really. I did like how uh, Trey Turner bought a bunch of Billbert Billbert Billbirds boards. Billbert um, after. Uh, the mayor of Philly posted a video saying we need to give him standing ovations, and he actually started doing well again. I saw that he has been playing better yeah. since that, which is hilarious. So, I mean, I think he directly after that he hit like two home runs the very next yeah, game. Yeah, an RBI I, in he, the same inning. I think he, he was hitting like point uh, one five, and he's got a three hundred million dollars something contract. And they're like, we actually should support him, which is surprising for Philly. And now he's batting like a point two five. And getting a shit ton of runs. It's like, hey, maybe if you don't shit on your guys. I think that was a more sarcastic cheer. I don't think that was like an actual, hey, we still got your back. Yeah, regardless of what it was, it helped. Yeah, well, the 300 fucking million dollars should make you play. (laughs) So whatever. Moving on. All right. Let's move on to some football. Yeah. Football, anyone? More, please. Mm, please. Fantasy news. Who wants please. to start with that? So Fantasy Fantasy talk? Baker Mayfield to the top. QB1 That's, on the year? QB1. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, we missed last week. Um, I, I drafted Baker Mayfield uh, QB1. It blew up our entire draft. Uh, don't ask me why, but he's going to. Yeah, you took him. He was the eighth. Dude, if he finishes as a top 10 quarterback, that would be crazy. Sag said he would get uh, the. That is true. The group chat tattooed on his ass or something or whatever. And, and he, even <laughs> sa- he even said, you have receipts. Wait, for what, though? For if, if quarterback if, what? If Baker's like a top, finishes at what, top five. I think uh, it was top five. Top yeah, five yeah. fantasy QB. That's not happening. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely not happening. You know what? I don't know, man. He put it out no, there. At this point, though, we're sneaking there at nine or ten, maybe. Not like five. The odds are huge for that even, but definitely not five. Five, he's dancing with Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Dude, that would be hilarious. So my guy puts up like... Fucking forty five hundred yards and fifty total touchdowns. Yeah, imagine end of year rankings. It's like number one Pat Mahomes, number two Baker Mayfield, number three Jalen Hurts, number four Joe Burrow. That little bet right there is just worth the draft itself. Yeah, the, the long. What, what are the odds on that? Like hundred and eighty to one. There's a weird part of me that wants them. The that wants it wants it. I, I wanted to happen too. So a real quick five second reason why I did it. Uh, I love having a stupid sneak, sneak pit, sneaky link pick, whatever. You don't even know sleep, what you're saying. Sleep pick. Right um, <laughs> Jameson Orange. Yeah, I love. I love, make you I love having Baker a Mayfield. stupid sleeper pick uh, in the middle of the draft. I felt like he was it. He comes in. Tom Brady system. Former Super Bowl champs. Uh, they got good sleeping. offensive weapons. <laughs> he's definitely sleeping. Whatever. The thing about the Tom Brady felt, system is only Tom Brady can run that system. That's fine. It's just Tom Brady. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> yeah, I think that's, I that's what made the system. I, don't know. I feel like he's that's walking into a good situation. I think you, you could have waited a little even to get him, but that's not no, here nor there. Whatever. Dude, what were... Um, you know what? You know what you're making me think of. What? This is, this is how sleeper of a pick this pick is. You're talking about sleeping. Um, this is like what is the drug they took in Wolf of Wall Street? Quaaludes. Quaaludes, yeah. bro. You, you this the is lemons. a Quaaludes Jamo Orange sleeper pick. <laughs> if, you're, if you're defining sleep, Quaaludes, four Quaaludes, Quaaludes and a bottle of Jamo Orange. That's how sleepy yes. it is. 
You know, I might be sleeping by the time you say it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I was trying to Google it. I couldn't think of it. I knew it ludes, cues. I was thinking, I just wanted to get it right. Um, Same thing. I can't Wait, type so and talk. No, he's talking about No, Baker. I'm talking about Nick's. Uh-huh. That's how sleepy it is. I thought you were um, going to bring up another sleeper. Well, I mean, no if you're talking about the pain of four quaaludes and a bottle of GMO, poor Sags with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Just, that yikes. sucks. Amy's getting cooked by a hurricane right now. Hurricane Sags <laughs> Part 2. Hurricane Sags Part 2, unfortunately. <laughs> I forgot about that. Dude, Poor guy. Yeah, after, Thoughts and prayers. After last season with Jonathan Taylor, he's one of those guys I'll never have on my team He's on again. a do not yeah. draft list for again, sure. Under yeah. any circumstances. Caused me a lot of pain last season. Dude, Won me the league horrific. first year. Caused me a lot of pain last year. Yeah. yeah. All right. right any other fantasy news before we move on to If Nicky Q beats me in week one when I have Lamar and he has Baker, I don't know if I can show up the next week. So I'm just going to let you guys know. I might need some time off. We'll start to plan ahead. All right, perfect. Yeah, AFC I, North time. That's right, Where do baby. we want to start? Where we think the bottom of the division is going to be? Where we think the top The Browns is. are going to suck. We're going to start with the Browns. Fuck it. Let's do it. Um, I think this division is going to be really good overall. I think uh, it's going to be uh, you know back to the tougher division of the uh, whole league. Um, starting with the Browns, I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to be as bad as he was last year. I mean, he had that big layoff. Uh, he looked really rusty coming back, um, but he's definitely a guy that can ball out. Uh, I mean, I think it's been two years since we've really seen how Deshaun Watson can play. Um, and Nick Chubb, who I like a lot. He's a tank. And Watson was kind of the Russell Wilson thing at the end of last season. When he started to scramble around, he got a lot, a lot better. He was way more back to his former self, who could dominate a lot of teams in the league. And people like to forget about that because he was on the news. So it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. I was one of those people that was the absolute worst and took him really late in fantasy last year because, you know, I'm a piece of shit. But, um, okay. I, uh, fantasy guru Paul Charchin is a guy that I, that I really like to follow on Twitter, um, with the stuff he does in guillotine leagues. And, um, he goes on my favorite sports show, Follow the Money with Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard every Thursday during the NFL season. And, um, I guess he's friends with like a Browns beat writer. And he was kind of asking him about the value of Chubb and, you know, the, the passing game. And the guy was like, the next time Deshaun Watson makes two completions in a row will be the first time. So that is, like, why I'm just, just so here. he came to completion? Yeah, he hasn't done it yet. Oh, okay. He hasn't done it yet. Like, like the career? next time he does it will be the first time. No, in all of camp so far. Oh, I was like, what? And I understand, like, yeah, they're doing plays and stuff like that. But, like, bro, if, it's, if you're dumping off or, like, you have Amari Cooper – Two completions in a row. It's also the place, though, that you're. That's where you try different things. Like you're supposed to make mistakes practicing, and I feel like a lot of people do forget that. He's stressed out, bro. That's your shed work. He just needs some rubby dubs. They're going to be trash to release these completions. They're cursed organization on the on the field. Maybe one of the most cursed organizations in all football. Yeah, the Browns are. I kind of agree with that one for sure. Um, I think their defense, though, Miles Garrett, he's a beast. Defensive player of the year type player. Um, their secondary is going to be really good. Uh, it's really if, I mean, yeah, it, it's Deshaun Watson. That's going to be uh, whether or not this team makes the playoffs. I think Amari Cooper is still a very, very good wide receiver. I just feel like when people go to Cleveland, they get forgotten. Um, so that's a tough one. So, again, though, I think overall this division is going to be very good, even though I kind of think the Browns will finish towards the bottom of the division. But overall, this division is going to be solid. I just think it would be so funny with all that guaranteed money if 
Watson's a total bust for years to come, and they're mm. just fucked. It wouldn't yeah. be the most surprising thing we've seen. Yeah, not at all. Go um, on theme with the Browns curse franchise, too. So. Right. right. Yeah. Moving on to the exact opposite of the Browns franchise, the team that has or is tied for the, the most Super Bowls in NFL history, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they're coming off a season where they started, I believe, what, 1-6, and they finished on a tear to end the season. Uh, Kenny Pickett showed a lot of improvement. I think he's the type of player that can keep improving. Uh, that offense I do like a lot. I think uh, George Pickens is a freak of nature, and Deontay, Deontay Johnson is one of the best possession uh, wide receivers out there. Um, Great flex guy. I, I, I like them as a um, team to make the playoffs. Um, I think, I don't know, plus 400 is probably what they're at to win the division. Pretty tasty. What's that? Pretty tasty. Yeah, that is that is kind of tasty for a franchise that is just historically good. Yeah, I mean, dude, think about this. They didn't let up more than 17 points last year. Um, the last time they did was against the Bengals November 20th, and then starting on the 28th, the rest of the season, without T.J. Watt, mind you, not more than 17 points were scored. Yeah, with T.J. Watt, they're, Coming com- back, they're a cover yeah. machine with T.J. Watt on the betting side of things. And them, they're, they're, they're uh, the pro- or, um, Jesus Christ, I'm pulling Nikki Q. The spread on week one, 49ers, has dropped significantly. It's two and a it, half. It was plus four a while ago. Now yeah, it's yet down to two early. and a half. Oh, man. that That is still, I mean, coming dude, up Steelers next, out Coming right, up man. next week, do you think you can get there at two and a half? Or would you like put them on a teaser or just go straight money line like plus one seventy? I kind of don't want the value now, just because again, like you said, you everyone it. bet it down. You lost, you lost that key yeah. number of three. Um, unless you want to pay a little more juice, I guess, and get that three back. Um, but I wouldn't bet it at two and a half. I really like the three. If you can find a three, or you know, pay a little more juice for the three. Um, prime though, three and a half, getting that now at oh, minus one ten. Right. Oh man, we missed it. We missed the train. Yeah, Steelers have been really good, and and again, I know it's preseason. No one really gives a fuck, but the Steelers have performed well. Um, instead of figuring things out, they're they're honing their craft. They don't need to figure it out. They know who they are. Um, they're practicing like that and playing like that. So, um, I kind of like the Steelers to finish second in division. Yeah. Concur. I'm there with you. I think they're going to be nasty. Mike Tomlin, dude. He gets those guys gonna, ready to go. I was go. waiting for Mike Tomlin's name to be thrown in there. Coach of the, the year. can't lose. Coach of the year. We don't really have those markets around here. I've been looking to bet those, and I haven't found any way. Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah, can you uh, – you want to – did you see anything now? No, that's what I'm saying. Team? I wanted to bet There's Coach, no Coach of the Year. Of the no, right? I've never no. found it, and I looked pretty hard. Hmm. Kind of just gave up on it. Yeah. So I don't know if that's maybe like a Vegas thing or, or what's mm-hmm. going – you would think like DraftKings would have it. They're pretty good with – Go to Europe, man. <laughs> Dude, you can bet on anything. A resident European over here, Nikki Q. You yeah. can't bet on anything. Yeah. The Swiss there. banks will take the American dollar no yeah. matter what. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, moving on to <laughs> Baltimore. Um, a team that's. Now, nah, let's save that for save last. That for yeah, last. Yeah, okay. Let's go with a team that has been to the Super Bowl in the last two years. The Cincinnati Bengals. Or no, oh. two, two years? Three years? Yeah, yeah two years. 2021. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals. Joe Burrow actually first day back at practice after uh, straining his calf. Um, that's a team where that offense, sheesh. So Joe Cool. The I'm new so Joe excited cool. to watch Jamar Chase this year since oh, I got man. him in our league. There's another number you got to watch in terms of week one betting, too. They were down to like one and a half 
if he's going to play. Oh, really? That's going back to yeah, definitely two and a half, three. Max. The fact that T. Higgins is their wide receiver two, when on a lot of teams he can be the wide receiver one. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins is so, so slept good. on just because Jamar Chase is that good. Yeah, um, which is crazy. So their offense is going to be the offense again. They're in every game. Joe Burrow is a type of player where it's it's almost Patrick Mahomes esque, where no matter what, if you have Joe Burrow's under center, um, he, he's going to win you. Uh, or you have a chance to win the game, so yeah, it's uh, more, I like Joe Burrow a lot. It, I mean, he's just he's cool. He's just so he, fucking. cool. He's the man's chill. He's, you know, he's humble, uh, but has a lot of style too. It's you know, coming back in having another leg injury. His first year, he was out for the entirety of the season because he busted up his leg. That's the only concerning part is if he gets hit wrong, he's uh, he's coming off like a nagging injury, and you go into the season with that. Uh, so it's more or less how healthy he stays and if they can all just come together. Offensive line's got to protect him. Yes. they got to yeah. stay strong. Jamar Chase missed how many games last year? Four? Something Maybe. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, the injury, you know, kind of bug is, is around them right now, but, you know, you can't bank on injuries. I never do when I'm trying to bet or, you know, fantasy-wise. It, it's tough, right? Uh, but, yeah, I, you know, Sam Hubbard, really, really good defensive end. Um, I think he's a Cincinnati kid, actually. He might be from Cincinnati. I don't know. Um, but their defense is going to be good. Uh, and then that offense is going to be one of the top, you know, offenses in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, this division, man, the more I look at it, the more we talk about it, damn, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I mean, I think you have two of the best teams that aren't the, the Chiefs to bet on to win the Super Bowl, and the reason being is that both those quarterbacks have proven they can beat Pat Mahomes. That would be kind of which a is cool the only bet. way you make it out of the AFC. Um, bet uh, the Super Bowl winner by division. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. AFC North would be first one. People would be yeah. eating it alive, dude. Yeah, for yeah. good reason. Yeah, because you got obviously the Bengals, the Ravens, and a sneaky, sneaky Steelers team. Uh, which I'm not saying they have a chance to win the Super Bowl, but definitely make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, so. To wrap up the AFC North, Jerry Cosa, the Baltimore Ravens. Eli was talking a lot of trash last week, man. A lot of trash. A lot of trash. I'm glad you took notes. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to give you the uh, the satisfaction of responding. You can think whatever you want and put whatever words in my mouth that you want. But there's one difference is that uh, this this is a team that, that shows up in the playoffs. That You know, we make it there. So... We will see. And th- this is the year. Is it? This is the year. Like last. I, dude, I'm so hyped for Todd Monk and, and his offense. Everyone, Everyone's like all concerned. Oh, Lamar's not a pocket player. First of all, they're still going to be able to run the ball like nobody's business if Dobbins, Edwards stay healthy and a healthy Lamar. Like he's still going to scramble. He's still going to roll out of the pocket and either take off or throw bombs downfield. And, I mean, come on. That, that offense just makes you lick your chops. They just have to stay healthy. No, that's with any team. You know what I mean? If that's your best argument, though. That's not, Uh -uh. okay. Well, I didn't say that's my best argument. That was just a simple response to what you just said. They have to stay healthy. They have to be there. How often do we see a Ravens player in the last two, three years? All the time. They're, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, that's yeah, my everybody curse. It's has not, teams. It's not just one. You have multiple core players getting You had like hurt nobody playing on your offense. Like what was it, like week thirteen last fourteen? There was like there was no Lamar, there was no running backs, there was like one wide receiver. Like Huntley was getting hurt. Like they got to stay healthy. 
if they're healthy, yeah, they're a nasty team. No one's saying they're bad. The, the worst part is, like, even with all these guys hurt, they're still really good. But they can't. But it's like a Chris Paul thing. Finish. I don't see that regression coming in the offense this year because they're a lot I mean, deeper. I hope not. They're I'm, a lot deeper. Defense has me concerned. The defensive line is really weakened up. Um, I'm pretty pissed today and resigned Kalias Campbell. I just think he brought a really good veteran presence. I understand he's pretty old, but a little surprising. Um, I mean, Patrick Queen's been not as good as we wanted him to be. Um, Marlon Humphrey going down obviously I, hurts. I do kind of wish they did more on the receiver market. I do think Save Flowers is going to be nice, and they brought in a veteran presence of Odell. I um, haven't seen Odell play since two Super Bowls ago. Yeah. Um, Rashad, Rashad, Rashad Bateman. Like. He's a great number three. That's the thing, dude. If Rashad, that's a big thing. He needs to stay healthy. Yeah. You saw, dude, Rashad's the really game good. he had against Miami last year, like that was. <laughs> you could see the full level of his potential in that game, dusting everybody. Him. Now, I don't know if that speed, stopping power is still going to be there for him with all the injuries that he suffered. But, I mean, as a number two, and like everyone, let's not forget that Mark Andrews is the number one target and second best tight end in the NFL. Right. But you need Odell, again, to stay healthy. It's another. Uh, if they can, I don't like, think we need Odell to stay healthy. You, you really need don't. bodies, though, because that helps Bateman significantly. Like, if you drop Bateman in the slot and you put Odell to two. You have Zay Flowers at your one, and Mark Andrews, you can clear out, have Bateman just skip out while everyone else is focused on your one and two and your tight end across the middle of the field. Like, having that extra body there is significant. Like, it, it makes everybody better because you got to defend against more, you have to consider more, you have to watch more. I think what we're really going to, what's going to be important for the Ravens is, I know, now I know I, I know I shit on, know I've shit on the pass offensive coordinator plenty, but. Bringing in the running style they have, like for the plays that Lamar liked, and incorporating those where Mark Andrews is blocking because he is also one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. Having some design runs and like having a just a better like offensive aerial attack in the playbook than under Greg Roman. I think that's going to be the key. (laughs) You know what I mean? You got to take you got to take what worked with Greg Roman, keep that implemented. I think that I know Ricard. Maybe they're not using fullbacks like Munkin doesn't put fullbacks in there. But like the dude, he's he's great at the position. I don't really think he's fit to play the offensive line. So it doesn't have to be like this full aerial bombardment. And I think if they do the healthy mix, like come on, bro, that that offense is. We're excited. We're excited. We're excited, dude. And you know, I got I, I got my Super Bowl futures on them, and I think we'll really see. I mean, they're playing the the Houston Texans week one, and it's just going to be, gonna be a, it's, dude. It's going to be a touchdown prop betting parade. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a parade. Yeah, I'm betting every single guy in the Ravens to score a touchdown. Yeah, that is nice. Um, we have the future on the Baltimore Ravens, twenty five to one. That's right, baby. They're currently Frank and eighteen I run. to one. We call that it's CLV, value. baby. CLV <laughs> equity. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm excited too for the Ravens. I, oh man, this division is so hard to predict. Um, but you guys ready yeah. to, uh, call our shots? Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'll start. I'm gonna go. Baltimore Ravens will win the division. Cincinnati Bengals will come in second and a wild card spot. Um, the Steelers will finish nine and eight. Uh, but Kenny Pickett and that young offense do take the next step. Um, they're gonna be in a lot of, Close games, lose a couple good close games, but finish nine and eight, and then the Browns will finish last in division. 
So you had Ravens winning the division. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bengals, Steelers, Brownies. All right. I, I got to go with the Bengals. Um, they've just been in, in the top five every single year for the past, like, what, two, two, three years. They're, they're just so dominant. Um, so they're number one. Uh, I will take the Ravens as the number two. Uh, Pittsburgh barely beating uh, the Browns on wins and losses for third. And then the Browns fourth. I think they'll just have a sloppy year, but they'll be in contention. I don't think they're terrible. Like we've all said, it's a very tough division, but I don't think they're going to do great. Yeah, I'm also uh, Bengals at the top. <clears throat> Joe Burrow's kind of the boogeyman, I feel like, with Pat Mahomes. Kind of has that air about him now, so... Until that leaves, I'm going to give them the credit for it. Lamar might take it. It's very possible. Like we were just talking about, if they're healthy, I can definitely see the Ravens winning the division, but just not quite ready to bet on that. So I'm going to go Bengals 1, Ravens 2, and then I feel like you have to go Steelers 3, Browns 4, unless you want to make like the sexy pick of like the Browns at 3 and the Steelers in last, but it's kind of just pointless at that point. I'll get sexy for you. Okay. <laughs> I'll get sexy. So, um, I mean, we got to go with the, the guys on the harbor where the uh, national anthem was written for number one, my Baltimore Ravens. I mean, what else is there? Plus 240, those odds. Uh, can't, can't, can't take the Bengals as the favorite to win the division. I just think the Ravens have an easier schedule, too, opening up. Also, catching Burrow at home, um, potentially off of this injury, playing in his first week in a division game, too, where that's going to be in a little bit more. Then the Ravens playing the Houston. I think the Ravens really catch him in a nice spot on the road, and also Baltimore's four and one ETS. And the reason I'm I'm saying that now is because I think the Steelers will come in second place. Dude, I could I see eleven wins on their schedule. Um, the other thing being Lamar's only two and three against the Steelers in his career, and the Steelers catch Baltimore right before the bye week. So I think they win that game. Um, as much as it hurts me to say that, and then they have the bye week, and then they play the Rams, and they have three straight home games against Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Green Bay. Um, and the back end of their schedule is really easy. I mean, they, you can steal one from Baltimore. You need to win your home game against Cincinnati in week, uh, what is that, 15. But, I mean, you come off the bye, Rams, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Green Bay at home, at Cleveland, at Cincy, Arizona, New England, Indianapolis, Cincy at home, Seattle Ravens. So I think if they can win two out of three of those games at home, beat the Rams on the road, and then Cardinals and England, they win that. They beat the Colts. Dude, they definitely have 10 wins on the schedule there. And I just think the fact that Lamar has beaten Joe Burrow, they definitely have the opportunity to beat them twice um, if the offense stays healthy. I just think the Steelers can kind of leapfrog the Bengals there. And the Joe Burrow injury news kind of scares me away, so I would put them at three. And then, uh, you know, the Browns are just fucking dog shit. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Till next week, guys. College football this week, baby. Week one. Steelers are five to one to win the division, though. That is a sneaky nice play. Do like that. That's it. We'll see. Good luck with college football, everybody.